Hey, hey, what's up? Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to She Wakes Up. Today is episode nine. Yeah, really cranking them out. And I'm super pumped. Uh, Just a few things. If you notice the audio is a little bit different, it's because I've changed my recording space. So the last two years, we have converted our two-car garage into living space. And we are so close to being done. We are at the tail end, and now I'm recording in our brand new bedroom. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I am so in love. It feels like we are living in a hotel because it's so foreign to us. And for the first time ever, my husband and I have our own ensuite. And I know that, you know, that's probably not like this big deal, but for us it is. And we're really enjoying it. We're super excited to be at the final, the final, final, final. <laughs> the final stages of this construction. So it's pretty awesome. We're really excited. So that's something different. Also, um, I am all about self-development and growth and progress. As you know, I've talked about it in multiple episodes so far. And so for myself, that means that I am constantly evolving and trying to grow myself. So I am in a mastermind right now where I am diving deep into all things podcast and really trying to get this sucker launched and out there and sharing my message and helping one woman at a time. And so I'm really immersed in that right now. So you may see some changes come about with like my description and, you know, just some of the wording and things like that. But it's all good. Nothing major is changing but if you do notice i just wanted to be completely transparent with you that i am in the growing stages of this as well and this is my baby and i really wanted to go in i wanted to hit it hard and i wanted to do it right the first time so that i didn't have to go back and you know redo a bunch of things when i was 200 episodes in so i'm super excited and just wanted to make you aware Also, one more thing, Um, it is the last week for you to book your Unstuck session with me. So again, the link will be in the show notes. If you've listened to the other episodes, you know all the details. Really briefly, it's $11.11 for you to get 30 minutes with me, just jamming out, unstuck, hashing it out, figuring out where it is that we need to help you go, get you on a clear path of progress. And um, the last episode that I did was an unstuck episode that was live with my friend Jen. So if you missed that, go ahead and check that out. That'll give you a really good idea of what an unstuck session with me looks like. And super excited too about next week is going to be the first week for us to, and us, it's me and this little mouse in my pocket, but whatever. It's me (laughs) releasing a second episode a week, and that is going to be released on Fridays for now. Like I said, I'm still trying to figure this out, but right now it'll be the solo episode Tuesday and then a guest episode on Friday. And the guest episode every Friday is going to be a testimony from a woman that comes on that just shares her story and where she's been stuck, if she's stuck currently, how and what has helped her to get out of that space just as some motivation and inspiration and some empowerment and to let you know that the biggest piece of all of this is to let you know that you are not alone and you may feel like it at times and when you're going through it, it feels like there is nobody on your side, nobody understands. Girl, I'm here to tell you otherwise and know that there are plenty of other people who are going through exactly what you're going through or have gone through what you're going through. 
And through this podcast, we are just going to help eliminate some of those steps that keep you stuck. We're going to fast forward and hopefully get you up out of the trenches and really just pull back the curtains so that you can see that glimmer of light and know that it's possible. So if you, like me, love just hearing other people's stories and trying to find somebody that you can connect with, all their information will be on there. So if you do find that you connect with somebody and you have a similar story, all their information will be there and you can totally reach out to them as needed. So that is all the housekeeping stuff that I have this week. Like I said, it's episode nine. We're going to talk about some steps to take action to get your time back. Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. hearing so much lately that the biggest space that you're stuck in is trying to figure out how to get back time, how to take the time. You know that you need to take time. You know that it's important to find time to take care of yourself, but how do you find that time, right? And when you are already committed to so many things, it's really hard to eliminate and step away from that. So how do you really find time to take time to get back to yourself because we know that's the most important thing, but if we can't find the time to do that, well, it's damn near impossible. And I've just been hearing it across the board is the biggest struggle, especially for us moms who have kids that we're committed to and spouses that we have to take care of and households that we have to keep up and jobs for some of us, you know, whether that's working outside of the home or working in the home, this is no joke. It is a full-time job everything that we're doing, how do we cram in the time for ourselves? Some of us wanna start our own businesses. Some of us are already doing some sort of side business. Some of us want to completely switch gears. You know, there's so many things inside of us that we really wanna do and we feel like we can't and then we wait and we always say that we're gonna do it tomorrow and then, you know, tomorrow doesn't happen for us and so we just keep pushing it back and pushing it back. Well, we really have to restructure our schedule and really find the time to be able to prioritize ourselves. And what does that look like? So today, we're going to talk about just that. And if you can't do all five steps right away, it's okay, just put them in your toolbox for later. And that's what this podcast is all about, is really understanding that these things can't just be implemented tomorrow and then we check off a box and it's done and we move on and now we're in this better place. No, this is totally a journey. And it's about building up our toolbox and having those tools 
available so that we can pull them out when we need to. And it's just really important to understand that we might need all, not we might not need all the tools at once. And we might not use those tools right away, but they're there when we do need them. So that's what's really important. It's okay if you cannot get to all these things right away, but one step is one step closer to where you wanna go versus just staying there and wishing for the best or wondering about the how and overthinking and staying in the overwhelm and all the things that we naturally do because we're just scared and we don't have the tools that are really beneficial to helping us get out of that space. And with that said, we're just gonna dive right in. So like I said, it's going to be five steps that we can help you make better use of your time to really go after those things that you want to accomplish. You know, whether that's pivoting your career, whether that is shifting around your household duties so that other people have responsibilities that can, you know, take some of that off of you so that you can focus on whatever it is that you need for yourself, that you have some tangible things that you can do to pull out so that you can get started. So the first thing on the list of the five things to help you get your time back is to make sure that you do the research of whatever it is that you're wanting to do. So for example, if you are wanting to start a business or you're trying to pivot into something else or you want to restructure your household so that the responsibilities are split up differently or that you are wanting to go on some sort of diet and exercise program, do the research so that you have the information. And I love to, you know, as a nurse, I love to give people information. I love to educate. That is like ingrained in me. It is part of this purpose of what I am doing right now is educating to give you the information and the tools so that you can make your own informed choice based on the information that you're given. So it's really important that if you know what it is that you want to do, that you do some research around that. You can't just, you know, throw wet spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks and hope for the best. If you really have a goal in mind, you have to do the research and understanding what it's going to take to accomplish that goal. What are the things that you need to do? You know, I mean, there's hundreds of different diet and exercise programs out there. Are you going to be the work at home type where, you know, you do the on-demand? Are you gonna pay for an on-demand service? Are you going to use YouTube? You know, are you a meal prepper or do you need more things that are just like grab and go? Do the research. Same thing for a new career. What is it that you want? What are your options based on you know, your credentials or your experience? See what's out there in the market right now. See what your options are. But my biggest advice on this is do that research. Know what it is that you're trying to get into. Understand what it is that you're gonna have to do, but don't do it to the point where you get analysis paralysis. And that is where you just over research and you get to a point where you're just saturating your brain and you're overstimulating your mind to where you really don't ever take action. You're just wrapped up in learning about all the things and all the ways that you can accomplish this without any action. So do some research, know exactly what it is that you're trying to accomplish and go after, read about it, get the education that you need, 
to a point where you have enough information to get you to the next step, not to where you need to know everything about everything right now. That's not what this is about. It's getting your feet wet, understanding where you need to go to a point where you have enough information to take action. You have to take action because like I said earlier, is that you just think, oh, I have this information now and I'll just put it in my binder or I'll put it in my phone and I'll reference it when I'm ready and I'll start tomorrow or I'll start next week or whatever. And that doesn't happen. So don't get to the point where you oversaturate and don't get to the point where you have so much information that you just store it away and you don't do anything with it. You have to have a little bit of a balance there. Get the information you need and take action. And it doesn't have to be this elaborate plan to take action. You really don't have to work out so many details in the beginning. Of course, it's a part of the planning when you get to that next step. But the first step is to just have that information and take an actionable step to get you one step closer to where it is that you need to go. The logistics and all the details will work itself out as you progress. But if you don't get started and you are just so overwhelmed with all the how and the what ifs, you're really not gonna get started. So that's the first step. The second thing is to create a vision board. And I was just recently talking to one of my clients that I'm coaching and her idea of a vision board was like, you know, you get out the scissors and the poster board and the magazines and the glue and you just go to town. No, it doesn't have to be that elaborate. It doesn't have to be this art project unless, of course, that's who you are and that's what you love to do. That's absolutely fine. But there are simple ways to do it. And the other thing is that, yes, you want to you know, I talk about all the time, be grateful for what it is that you have currently. But when you are in a place, even if you are so satisfied with where you are, and if you were, you probably won't be listening to this episode or my podcast at all. So I'm just saying, but (laughs) even if you were at your happiest and most satisfied place, and you are so grateful for what you have, and you are in tune to the present, great. But we're all changing and growing every single day. So just because you have everything that you could ever imagine now, it's still great to have dreams and goals because for me at least, I don't plan to stop setting goals until I'm no longer walking this earth. So that just means that when I check off a box and I reach one goal, I'm on to the next. I'm not going to stop. Yeah, absolutely. I'm grateful for what I have and I'm grateful for the journey that got me here. But I'm ready to do something else. I'm ready to up-level myself. I am my own competition. And it doesn't always have to be around money or material things. You know, it can be like good health or, you know, I'm going to improve my cholesterol next year or what, you know, whatever. Everybody is different. Everybody has different seasons in life. And we just need to decide at that time if we feel grateful for what we have, what else is there that could maybe just improve that. That's all. So by creating a vision board, this for me, I do it once, sometimes twice a year because um, sometimes I have a bit of a shift in what it is that I'm really working on. But no more than twice a year usually. I will create a digital vision board and I set it as my background on my laptop. So every time I open my laptop, I see what it is that I'm trying to work towards. And like I said, I have things on there like holistic health 
and I have words, other words like abundance, and I have my ideal like yoga meditation space on there. I have my dream home on there, just things that I'm really trying to work towards. And like I said, I see it every day. Every time I open my laptop, there it is. So it's always set in my mind that yes, I am working towards these things. And it's also fun to do. So the vision board is something that you can do at any point, and maybe you're not ready to do that yet, but I always think it's a really good place to start because it gets you thinking about what is it that I really do want? And sometimes you realize that when you sit down and plan it out that way, the things that you thought you might wanna go after isn't really what you wanted in the first place. It's just these ideas that are floating around that were never put down it's arbitrary and until you really think about it and put it out there you know it's just the thought so for me I'm visual I like to see that I like to have things that I'm aiming towards and it just really helps motivate me um, and remind me of why it is that I'm doing the things that I'm doing and uh number three we talked about this before i'm gonna always talk about this because it's so important i just literally talked about this with the vision board but practice gratitude and make sure that you are aware of the present we so often get overwhelmed and wrapped up in what happened yesterday or what we have to do tomorrow and for me a while ago i used to lay in bed at night and go through my to-do list for the next day. I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to take so-and-so here, you know, and that is not relaxing. That just doesn't help me sleep. It doesn't put good thoughts into my head. It's literally more monotony, right? And so honestly, now that I'm saying it out loud, I haven't really thought about this, but I have not done that in a really long time. And I can thank my other practices for that because when I go to bed at night, I just say affirmations. I think of, you know, things that I am manifesting and I listen to subliminals that help me fall asleep at night. So really my mind is in a different place to where I can remove myself from all the things of yesterday and tomorrow and really just be present to where it helps me fall asleep and be calm and relaxed and gives me that sense of peace that we often don't get throughout the day. And by being fully present, you really do start to recognize what it is that you are grateful for, what it is that you have. And by doing that, you start to function at a higher vibration. And the energy that you have when you are grateful in the present and you're embracing these moments, even when they are chaotic, if you can just be present and not worry about whatever is happening, whatever next step needs to happen after that, just embrace what's going on. It really does take some of that heaviness away because you don't really have time to worry about that because you're so focused on the here and now. And you also don't miss out on the things that maybe you are because you're not really present because we know we're busy and we don't have that time to just give to the present. But honestly, when you turn your focus onto the present, you would be surprised at how more intentional you are with the future and how much you don't really worry about the past because you're really just living in the moment. And it's a really cool thing when it happens. It's very, like my friend had said the other day, she's like, when you get to this place, you don't wanna get away from this place. 
So once it, you find this, there's no going back. And you wish this for everybody else too. And the cool thing about it is it's really simple. You just have to direct your attention to the present. And it takes some unlearning and it takes some training. You have to have some discipline with this. Like you're not going to get to your goals and you're not going to achieve whatever it is that you want to do if you don't have any discipline. You know, you have to have a little bit of structure. You have to have some sort of blueprint on where it is that you're going. Yeah, absolutely. You can change it along the way. No big deal. But if you have nothing to go off of, nothing to kind of rein you in when you're getting off track, then it's just going to be a mess to begin with. So by practicing the gratitude for what you have and being fully present in these moments, even when they are chaotic and overwhelming, it really does take away a lot of the stress of the before and after and just letting go and being okay with not being in control all the time. And that's hard because that's how I was for a very long time. And it's still hard for me to feel like I am not in control sometimes. But when you let that go, you're really releasing and allowing things to happen as they should rather than being forced because you feel like you have to have control of that. And that's just one less thing for you to worry about, one less responsibility on your plate because you're here for the here and now. You're showing up and that's that, right? We are really good at overcomplicating things and feeling like we have to be in control and we are constantly thinking about what's next. And you want to know the secret? Go back to the basics. If ever you're in doubt, just go back to the basics. Keep it simple. We really don't have to make this any harder than it is. And just being present is pretty simple if you think about it. But we have to pay attention and actually practice that. And when we start to get outside of that, we have to rein ourselves back in and remind ourselves, hey, hang on, I'm here. I'm in the moment right now. This is what I'm doing. This is what I need to focus on. And it takes the overwhelm away from, you know, what's next. So what's next? Number four, when you have a goal, the one of the easiest ways to get there in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming to you is to reverse engineer and to chunk. So when you see your big picture goal, it can be very overwhelming, right? When you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get there? But if you take it and you chunk it into stages and you do that working backwards, so you start with your big goal and whatever the time frame is for this big goal, say that this goal is a year. You want to do, I don't know, you want to quit your job and you want to be full-time in your business within a year. So you take that. And because it's almost May, we'll just say that a year from now. So next May, you need to decide what it is that you need to have in place in May next year to make that happen. You know, what kind of income do you need to have by then? Um, Do you need to have money in the savings account? What sort of other things do you need to have in place? Do you need health insurance? Do you need, are you going to need any childcare services or somebody to come clean your house? Like what is it that you really need in place between now and next year to make that happen? And then you just work backwards from there. So taking it, you know, three months from then, what is it that you really need to have in place before you know, you're three months out now, like you're, it's almost go time. What is it that you're trying to finalize? 
and then go back like halfway. So six months from now, what is it that you need to have into place? How much money do you need to be having? And then, you know, you just keep working backwards. And it comes down to trying to figure out how much money do you need to make within the next year? What does that equate to monthly? What does that equate to weekly? And then what does that equate to every single day? To give you an idea and to break it down into something that's a little bit more easy to see and understand. Because when you take it into smaller chunks, it does not seem as overwhelming to you. And, you know, the same thing with getting those benefits and things in place. It's like, okay, so in the next six months, I need to come up with a list of places that I need to contact and do some research on and compare pricing and things like that. And then from that, you know, you have the next step. So when you break it into chunks of steps and you take one step at a time, that bigger picture doesn't seem so overwhelming. But if you sit back and you think, oh my gosh, I need to quit my job in a year. And by next May, I need to have fringe benefits and I need to have um, X amount of dollars in the bank and I need to have childcare services lined up and, and my husband needs this and you know, like, that is very overwhelming. And it's no wonder that oftentimes we don't get to that goal in that time frame is because we're so focused on the bigger picture that we don't ever take the time to just chunk it out into little tangible steps. And that's really pretty easy. You just have to do the work. You have to sit down and you have to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, what is the outcome really going to be? So if you're serious about this goal and this is what you want, and we can use something like weight loss as an example where you really want to lose 40 pounds by next May because you have your 20th high school reunion or something and you just you want to show up and you want to be fire, okay? Again, that sounds daunting when you think about it. Oh my gosh, in 12 months I need to lose 40 pounds. How am I going to do this? What does this look like? Break it down. Chunk it out. What is it that you can be doing right now? And don't get yourself into analysis paralysis again by doing all the research, but just pick a few things to do some research on, get a good idea of what it is that you need, and get those steps in place. Write out your plan. Chunk it out. Each month, what does it look like for you? And a really good way to avoid the hang-up of saying, I don't have enough time to do this, is by putting it in your calendar. I have a paper calendar, and I also have my digital calendar, and I put it in both. I have my work stuff color-coded, I have my house stuff color-coded, I have my personal stuff color-coded, and every single Sunday, I sit down and I chunk out my time. I take out my calendar and I have it all color-coded and I you know, block out, this is for my work, um, this is the things that I have to do for my podcast, this is a personal appointment, whatever it is, I put it in there. Every single Sunday for the whole week, I go in and I do that. And I put in my workouts. I put in the stuff that I need to do when I need to record a podcast, it's in my calendar so that I don't schedule anything else. And I know at, you know, whatever, Monday at seven o'clock, I need to record and upload my podcast for the next day. That's just it. And I don't schedule anything. I make the time. But if you just throw this information out there and you're like, meh, I'm going to work out on Monday, but you don't really have a plan and then something comes up and you just skip your workout. So then you're back to square one. You have to make time in your life for the things that it is that you want to accomplish. And when we're chunking it out and we're working backwards, it's really not that hard. You're literally taking it week by week. So if you block it out one week at a time, you say, my workout's gonna be here on this day, but then, oh wait, I have this. 
You know, for example, there's days where I can't work out at the same time all week long because I have other commitments. So I have to write that out in a different place that day. But I still am making sure to get that time in. It's just adjusted. Got to do the same thing. You know, same thing for your business. If you're trying to work on this, but you have a full-time job and you have kids things that you have to do after school or whatever, make sure that you find an hour, two hours, whatever it is, time that you can put it in your calendar. Even if that means mom's taking a bubble bath tonight or on Wednesday night, I have a four hour block of time where nobody has anything going on. I'm chunking out an hour of that time and I'm taking a bubble bath. If that's how detailed you have to get to get yourself the time, then you have to do that. And then it's there. And if you're like me, I share my calendar with my family so that they too are on the same page and they can say, oh, you know, when so-and-so calls them up and says, hey, yada, yada, it's seven o'clock. Oh, sorry, no, my wife has plans. You know, then there are no excuses. Then you can get your time. But you have to do a little bit of work in the back end in order for it to work out for you, especially when you're so busy. And I know that things come up. But once you get used to having that schedule, you're really aware and consistent to know that that's not going to work on that day at that time because this is when I do this for myself. And it becomes that routine and it's actually kind of nice when you know and the people around you know too to expect that, yep, that's when she's working on her business, that time is a no-go. But you just gotta start, right? Um, And then the last thing is to share it with others and make sure that you're communicating and letting people know, like I said, share that calendar with your family members. Share it with your friends and family. You know, if you have other commitments that you have already scheduled out with them, try to work around it and let them know, hey, this is a goal that I'm really working on and I might have to adjust the time that we get together or I might have to just skip out for the next few months because I really wanna make this a priority for me. And just by throwing it out there and letting them know, you know, you're not ditching on them. They're gonna understand, yeah, maybe it's a bummer for a little bit, but again, how bad do you wanna go after your goal? And if this is something that is just you know, a year's goal and it's something you have to sacrifice, you really need to decide what takes priority here. Are you going to give up your only three hour block of time to go and sit and have drinks with your girlfriend if that doesn't serve you when you could be really working on your business that you wanna get launched by next year? Or maybe you really do need to have that time with your girlfriend and have drinks, then by all means do that too. But you have to you have to restructure some areas in your life in order to fit in the other things. That's the only way it's going to happen. And there is enough time in the day, whether that means you have to get up a little bit earlier in the morning or whether that means you have to sacrifice your sleep a little bit at night. And I am all for a good night's sleep. I understand the health imperities of sleep. I get it. I get it. But again, in order to get you to that goal, know that you know it's a year, okay? Where can we cut corners right now so that we can get you to that place? And this could either become a habit that you just carry through and it works out and you find a way to make it work out, or this is something that you're like, I just need to do this for the short amount of time to get me launched and then I can restructure my schedule and I can get back to my girls' nights, whatever that looks like. But really try to sit down with your calendar and have your family present, or once you work it out, have your family present so that they can see what's going on too and say, 
these are the things that I'm trying to work on. And in order for this to happen, and I guarantee you, they want the best for you too. And if they're part of your plan and knowing that you've been wanting to do these things, but you've never found the time to do them, they'll support you. But you have to have that in place to present to them and say, look, this is what I'm going to have to do. So that means I got to, you know, Brad, you got to do the dishes on Wednesday night or Ken, you got to go pick up the kids from softball on Tuesdays because this is the time that I need to do this. You know, all it is is a conversation, some restructuring and working backwards so that the big picture doesn't seem so overwhelming and that you can really start to make progress by chunking it out and taking it one step at a time. But again, you have to make it a priority. You have to want it. You got to lay it out. You have to have a plan. You cannot walk into this blindly and expect it to work. And knowing that, yes, you have to leave a little bit of flexibility for when things just happen. Life just happens. And even though it's in the schedule, on your calendar, and everybody knows about it, doesn't mean that shit's not going to hit the fan from time to time, and you just have to miss that day. But that doesn't mean you have to start from scratch. It's not all for nothing, right? It just means "Mm, it didn't happen that day. That's okay. I'm going to get back up and do it again tomorrow, right? It's okay. Don't beat yourself up too much, but know that you do have to make that effort. You do have to show up. And other people that are around you need to be on the same page as well so that they can help support you and understand that you need this time for you. And with that, really quick side note is it got brought up to where, you know, if I show up for me and I do what it is that I need to do, I'm going to get judged. You know, maybe my spouse is going to think that I'm being selfish or maybe my girlfriends are going to get mad at me for not being able to go out for drinks like we normally do. You know what? Hey, people will judge you no matter what it is that you're doing. So my advice is that you might as well be doing what it is that serves you and what it is that you enjoy and go after the shit that really matters rather than worrying about what anybody else is going to think or say, because They're not going to run a business for you. They're not going to come out with this plan for you. You know, you really have to take a step back and evaluate what it is that's serving you. And if you're doing things for somebody else that doesn't serve you and it's taking up your time, that's a really good place to start to remove that out of your schedule. And like I said, there's going to be words no matter what. There's going to be thoughts no matter what. So... If this is really something that you want, do it. Go after it and don't think too much over it. You know, don't do the analysis paralysis and get all worked up about the what ifs and the how. Okay, start small. Don't get wrapped up in the overwhelm. Take a step back from the big picture and just map it out one step at a time. Plug in your time. That is the biggest thing. Put it in somewhere. Because for me, when I pull up my calendar, every single day I see what I have going on and I have everything in there so that I don't miss the workout, so that I know that I need to go and batch episodes because this is the time that I have that I need to block out. And if I don't block it out, something else is going to fill that space and it's not going to be what I need to be productive and reach my goal, right? All right, let's do a quick recap and then I will let you get back some of your time. I know that it is precious. So the first thing was to do your research and to take action. Avoid that analysis paralysis and just get the information that you need to take the first step. 
The second thing was to create a vision board. So that can be a digital vision board. You can put it on your laptop. You can make it your home screen, whatever it is that you want. Or you can do it old school with um, paper, magazines, cutouts, printables, whatever it is. But to have that overarching goal, to see it every single day, to keep it fresh in your mind and remind you of why it is that you're doing what you're doing, why it is that you have to tell the girlfriends that you can't meet them for dinner tonight, It brings you some good vibes when you just envision yourself in that space. When you see your vision board and you you see it kind of come to life, it puts you in a really good headspace for sure. The third thing is to practice gratitude and embrace the present. Try as hard as you can when you're starting to float away into the to-do list of tomorrow to just embrace the present and not miss out on those opportunities that are, you know, coming to you this day and to take it for what it is, be grateful for what you have right now, knowing that more will come and that you are taking the right steps to get you into that better place, but not to worry about it. Remove the how and that huge, big, overwhelming picture and trust the process. It works. The fourth thing is to reverse engineer and chunk out your goals. So take that big overarching goal and chunk it out into timeframes and tangible, actionable steps that you can implement every day. Whether that's just going through and starting your week in your calendar and chunking out or color coding or whatever it is that you need to organize so that you can start to make those steps, make it a priority, put it in your schedule. Or whether that's trying to break down what it is it looks like that your budget is going to need to be in order for you to make that goal and breaking that down so that that big number doesn't seem so scary. Because when you look at it on a monthly, weekly, daily basis, it doesn't seem so overwhelming, okay? And then the fifth thing is to make sure to share this with others. Let other people know what it is that you're trying to work towards, what that might look like. Help them understand what it is that you need so that they can support you in this and so that they're not lost. So when you say that you have to switch your schedule around and this is what this day is going to look like now... They get it. They're on board. They're going to help you and you're you're going to be able to work together to get you to where it is that you want to go. And remember not to worry about what anybody is going to say or think because they're going to say and think whatever they want to do anyways. So you might as well be doing it for you. Okay. I really hope that this episode has given you some tips to help you just get a little bit more of your time back. I know it's hard. I know that a half an hour is so valuable and I just appreciate that you have given me the time to speak to you and I guarantee you if you're like me that you multitask while you're listening to podcast episodes because we just can't help ourselves. But either way, you're still giving me the time and you're still doing the thing. You're still trying to work hard to better yourself and get to where it is that you want to go and I commend you for that because any time that we can squeeze in just you know, this little ounce of time for ourselves is super important. So I hope that this episode is going to give you some tips and tools to take away so that you can start to implement and start getting even more time back. Awesome sauce. That includes episode number nine. And again, don't forget to visit the show notes, check out the links in there. I've got some freebies. I've got the last week for you to get an unstuck session with me at a crazy rate. And more to come. Super pumped for next week to have that additional episode. So come check that out. Leave me reviews. Send me some messages. You can always email me stacy at shewakesup.com. That's stacy, S-T-A-C-Y. And just let me know what it is that you want me to discuss and some things that you are feeling stuck in and that you want to work through. I am totally open to suggestions and questions, whatever it is that you need. 
I appreciate your time. I know that it's valuable, like I said, and I just can't thank you enough, and I never will. I'm never going to stop thanking you for just showing up and being here and supporting everything and just giving me all the reviews and the advice and the things to talk about. I just love this community that we are building together. It's amazing, and I'm so happy to have you here. I'm beyond blessed. So anyways, I will let you go. I will stop talking now, (laughs) and I will talk to you next week. 